Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning, and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. Um, I am your faithful as ever host, Brendan McConaughey, and I'm sitting here with Jackie Durr. So, Good morning. Hey, Jackie. Jackie, we are sitting um, on your back patio next to your pool. Mm-hmm. And a cool morning. It's very nice. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we got to hear from your husband, Steve, about just kind of you guys' involvement at Victory Point. I'd love to hear just from your own perspective or story, um, what, uh, you know, you guys started going to Victory Point four years yeah, ago? Yeah, about four and a half years ago. Four mm-hmm. and a half years ago. And so what's been kind of your journey um, of discipleship for the last four and a half years? What's it looked like for you? Not just, you know, what do you love about Victory Point? I guess that's not necessarily I'm trying to fish out, but what uh, what is your spiritual life looked like in the last four and a half years or so? Yeah. Thanks for asking. Um, when we first came, I think Steve mentioned we, we, we were looking um, to see different churches and um, decided to hang at Victory Point for the season of Lent. And yeah. Yeah. My, um, uh, my heart was hurting at yeah. that time. Um, it was, it was a rough time for me and, um, and it felt so comfortable and safe at Victory Point, and um, and so it, it just it made sense to to stay. And I'm so thankful that we did. Um, I think, you know, gradually being able to join the worship team was really important for me. It was mm-hmm. definitely a part of my spiritual journey, and just having some some healing through that, and working with you, mm-hmm. and um, just yeah, getting to know the team there. And um, yeah, when I look back, it's it's a really beautiful part of my story, even yeah. though it was, it was hard. Um, yeah. I feel like God really brought me through that. And um, yeah, I know Victory Point definitely feels like home and, you know, it, we're still getting to know people, you know, it's even though four and a half years, when I say that, it sounds like a long time. It's still mm-hmm. to, to really build relationships. Just it takes a while. It takes time. <laughs> yeah. 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 But um, being part of an MC now has been um, really good. Really thankful for, building that part of family too. And um, yeah. yeah, just the, the atmosphere at VP is, yeah. it's a perfect fit for us. That's sweet. Um, because when you guys were starting to look for a church as a family, uh, you had experienced some, uh, just some loss together as a family. Yeah. And you were trying to figure, find a place where you could maybe, um, you were in the, kind of a grieving stage absolutely uh, as a family and i know from your history that music is a way that you um pray is a way that you Mm -hmm. hear from god is a way that you process and experience god's healing you know Um, it's like a spiritual discipline for you absolutely um and it's a way that you experience god's love and so i remember you you would ask me like can i just play on the grand piano and in the um, auditorium and um, and then you you go in there and you just 
play through kind of your pain. And I thought that was a really sweet um, way to experience grief and loss and also healing and transformation mm-hmm. during that time. Mm-hmm. And then to see you kind of step up on the worship team when you're ready um, and begin using your gifts in that way. Um, I think you bring a lot of that healing and ministry from your own life into our life together as a mm-hmm. community. So thanks for thanks for doing that. Yeah. So sweet. Thanks for saying that. So it's been it's been uh, just a pleasure to to know you and your family and to to get to you know serve alongside you. It's been really fun. So thank you for that. Um, hey, we're gonna read Psalm. Speaking of music, we will read a, the lyrics to a song um, called Psalm 105. Um, just as a reminder, all the psalms are meant to be sung. So Jackie's going to sing this <laughs> psalm for us. <laughs> Thanks to the Lord. <laughs> she's going to make it, and she's going to pull out her pan- piano right now. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but uh, we're going to read Psalm 105, uh, verses 1 through 6, 16 through 22, and then I'm going to skip all the way down to 45B. So, um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm, yeah, there's, kind of skipping around here. And then we'll so i'll read it and then we'll have a chance to reflect on on together here's how it goes i'll give thanks to the lord call on his name make known his deeds among the peoples sing to him sing praises to him tell of all his wonderful works glory in his holy name let the hearts of those who seek the lord rejoice seek the lord in his strength seek his presence continually Remember the wonderful works he has done, his miracles, and the judgments he uttered. O offspring of his servant Abraham, children of Jacob, his chosen ones, when he summoned famine against the land and broke every staff of bread, he had sent a man ahead of them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. His feet were hurt with fetters, his neck was put in a collar of iron, until what he had said came to pass. The word of the Lord kept testing him. The king sent and released him. The ruler of the people set him free. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his possessions to instruct his officials at his pleasure and to teach his elders wisdom. Praise the Lord. Okay, so Jackie, you had some, I think, were you asking about like skipping around in this verse or was that? No, you asked, yesterday you asked about like, why do we skip the dreams? Yes, wondering why I skipped the dreams. And then and for this one, I felt like I, need, I had to read myself the whole the song. The whole thing, right. Kind of why did you feel like you had to, before you, we talked about like what you learned when you read the whole psalm and what you got out of this passage, mm-hmm. what was bothering you about this this section that made you want to read the rest of it? Well, it was just such a huge jump from like the praise, um, you know, like the first six verses felt like I could sing those. Mm-hmm. And then to jump to he called down famine on land I'm like what I, think I missed something here um uh-huh. yeah so going back to read it and then actually reading the rest of it too because i oh i it helped me understand it's kind of more like a, of a reflection of like hey this these are all the things that that, that god has done and like yeah just explained it a little bit more for mm-hmm. me and reading the whole thing but it is pretty long, so it's probably for the best to read it all out loud now, too. Yeah. Over the last but. few weeks, we've been on Psalm 105, and each time we just get a little bit different of a you know, a glimpse of the story. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to a lot of these verses in Psalm 105, and I guess this is just the one for this week. These are the little yeah. passages for this week. So what, what kind of is 
grabbing you about this passage for you? Yeah, well, I did think it was really cool to read this part about Joseph after having read yeah. Joseph's story yesterday. That um, I, I, I was glad for that. Um, a word that really jumped out at me was was remember um, when you know remember the the wonder seed is done his miracles and the judgments back in verse five. Um, just yeah encouraging us to encouraging me to to keep it on my mind not not just all of the good things you know i i sit out you know sitting outside here and looking at the trees and just mm -hmm. you know being in nature then it's easy for me to remember um mm -hmm. how how wonderful god is but it's in harder times or you know when it's maybe times of, of judgment or um mm -hmm. yeah it, i still need to remember then and and I feel like, yeah, in, in the in the Joseph section of this psalm too, um, talking about all the hard things that happened to to Joseph, um, it also stood out to me that that it said that God sent a man ahead of them. Yeah. Like, hey, God's got this. Like uh -huh. it happened. It happened before. Yeah. Um, before all of the bad stuff, God sent him Joseph ahead. Mm-hmm. Are you connecting that to Jesus? Is that what you're saying? Like with when it says God sent a man ahead of them, you see hope in that mm -hmm. because God has also sent, you know, his son ahead of us and everything. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my brother is also a therapist. And so um, he and I talk about um, that world a lot. And obviously you're deeply, you know, um, involved and that's your career is is counseling. Um, and I was talking to him about fear and hope. Uh, and like, where does that come from? Has that happened? And there's all, all kinds of ways you could like map that on a, you know, cat scan or whatever, not cat scan, but like on in, in your brain, you can find out where all that stuff is happening. And he mm -hmm. knows much more about that stuff than I do. Um, but he was saying that, um, he was talking about fear and he said, um, in some ways fear is a memory meaning something bad happened in the past and um, things went a certain way. And when you're thinking about what's going on now in your life, you're, you're using your memory about other times where similar mm -hmm. things have happened and you're projecting the same kinds of outcomes about what's going to happen in the future. And that makes you afraid, you know, like, yeah. so a worst case scenario, the reason you have worst case scenarios is because similar things have happened in your life in the past and the the trajectory that your the that your brain maps is that this is going to land somewhere bad you know mm -hmm. and i said well if that's if fear is memory then what's hope you know um and he said well hope is memory too <laughs> he says hope is a memory uh of of times where something bad has happened and and yet it turned out okay you know like you fell and you scraped your knee and your dad came and picked you up and held you and and said, I love you. It's gonna be okay. Put a bandit on your knee and, and then you're fine. Mm -hmm. And how doing that, having that happen over and over again creates hope because now when something bad happens in my life, um, the trajectory I map out in my brain is this is going to land somewhere good. At the end of this, I'm still loved. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh -huh. So in that sense, I love that it tells a bad story, you know, like not a bad story. It's a good story. But mm -hmm. in Psalm 105, it says, um, Joseph was sold as a slave 
right? Like you said, it feels kind of jarring. Like, huh? Like <laughs> we're just talking about all these good things that God was doing. Right. Um, how can we then go talk about this person being sold as a slave? But that's, we have to tell the stories in order to build hope, you know, like to be able to like, we were in slavery. You know, Joseph was enslaved. His feet were bound with fetters. He was put in a collar of iron, right? Like the, all these terrible things happened to him. And you could go into a lot more detail about him being stripped and beaten and thrown into a pit, right? And, uh, you know, and uh, double crossed by the, you know, all, all through his imprisonment. And like you go through on and on about his story going into Egypt. Um, but it tells the story to remember that God was active and that God ended up picking him up, right? Yeah. Just like a dad would have, you know, that you remember, you can remember stories that are not your own and it kind of are our own, I guess, because they're, they're our story of faith together as a people. It's our identity as a people. And as we tell the stories, we build identity of his people as hope of hope. So I was just, that's kind of what I was picking up in this passage is just the power of remembering, um, and telling our story, especially our story of salvation, how it's not just like you just said, mm-hmm. it's not just remembering all the good things. It's remembering all the bad things and how ultimately God has worked those out, you know. And yeah. so then in the present, we can kind of tell our story to God about all the bad things and trust him that he is, you know, going to tell the rest of the story. Yeah, because he knows the ending already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the challenge is. It's remembering when you're in the midst of the bad stuff or when you're in the midst of the hard stuff. It's, mm-hmm. it's remembering. I guess that's uh, some of or a lot of what you're doing with kids, like storytelling and um, like how does that work with, with kids and with your counseling and stuff? Yeah, they, um, well, for kids, their language is play. And, yeah. and so, um, yeah, that's that's why we do lots of playing, but they'll, they'll play out their feelings and um, and sometimes it is memories for them. They, they don't have words for it, but they'll, they'll show it in their play. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, for kids who have seen something bad happen to their parent, they'll reenact it, but they're in a position of power so that they feel like they have some control over it. And then that helps them to move through healing. So they're remembering this hard thing. Um, but then also uh-huh. remembering that they got, that they got through it. What's your reaction when, when one of the kids, starts revealing something hard that happened in their life like you probably don't shut that down no yeah what no. what's your reaction um usually well if they're talking a lot then i just give them space and just yeah. just listen a lot of it is just being present with them because because they're the ones that are doing the hard work i just yeah. get to to be with them while they do it but um yeah if, if you know and if it feels right i think a lot of it's for me it's a lot of it's leaning on the spirit when the spirit says yeah okay it's time to talk now um then then yeah and not not even necessarily giving them insight at that moment but just being with them and letting them know that even through that hard thing that they're still really important and that it doesn't define who they are yeah i would i would guess that as you're listening and they begin to divulge some stuff that's important your brain kind of starts firing and starts connecting with them in new ways mm-hmm. and probably don't want to shut it down at all. You probably right. are almost a little bit excited that they'd be willing to trust you with that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's so good when they feel that safe that they can share that. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, you know this, but I just want to affirm that what you're doing is, is part of God's healing, mm-hmm. you know, for those kids, whether they, 
know it or not, you're ministering to them. So that's really cool that you're part of that work. And all of us are part of that work. I mean, if yeah. we interact with people in any level, Absolutely. We, mm-hmm. we have a role to play in helping give space for people to tell their story, even the bad parts of their story, and to witness, even without words, to witness to God's hope in the midst of that, um, and to help them trace that trajectory into into God's, um, you know, God's good purposes for them. So huge role that all of us have to play in, even if we're not therapists or counselors, um, to love other people Mm -hmm. well and to listen, even as people share hard parts of their story and not to shut them down or go, "Uh, don't share that with me, I can't handle it. But to simply, um, like like you do with your kids, to, to kind of perk up when they start telling the hard parts of their story to know all right hope is happening right now you know yeah. like, it's good stuff yeah. just being with them through it yeah it's good well thanks jackie everybody we will catch you tomorrow and tomorrow we're going to be reading first kings first kings 19 9 through 18 so maybe if there's if you have a minute today or tomorrow morning before you listen to the podcast read that passage and then we'll join with you tomorrow in the meantime, for the rest of your Tuesday, um, maybe just take a, a moment today to recount some of God's works and not just, I mean, not to misinterpret the wonderful works as just all the good things, but um, recount some of the hard things that you've walked through, that God has walked through with you. And as you kind of compile those stories, um, see what happens to your, to your level of hope and sense of love, God's love in your life. Um, So with that, go in peace, and we'll catch you next time. Now it's time for some listener response. I got a few emails from you all. So as promised, I want to include those in the podcast. This one is from Ed Vrujink. He says, good morning, Brendan. You commented about Jesus trying to get alone to pray and the crowds find him. Instead of disappearing, he shows compassion and heals many, then feeds them all. I read further and noticed he sent the disciples off first, and he stays to dismiss the crowded to dismiss the crowd. How gracious is that? It's a good reminder for me to be more patient while helping someone in need, rather than trying to quickly supply their need and send them on their way. I would also like you to know how thoroughly I enjoy listening to the podcast each day. It's such a blessing and encouragement as I hear the thoughts from you and brothers and sisters at Victory Point. Thanks to you all. P.S. I've noticed the podcasts that are recorded outside that even the birds are chiming in as almost an, to add their praise and amen. I love it. Thanks, Ed. Appreciate that note of encouragement and reflection. Um, this was on July 31st. so. That was the story of um, feeding the 5,000 that he was reflecting on. And secondly, we got uh, an email from Daniel Brown. Dan Brown said, I really enjoyed your podcast with Sheila. I think you guys should always do the podcast together. You could be like Regis and Kathy Lee with your deep and beautiful love for the word and your knowledge of it made a great team. (laughs) Thanks, Daniel. Um, Appreciate that. Uh, I actually, yeah, it was a great week of podcast with Sheila. I think, I mean, Dan, you were a guest on the podcast as well, and I enjoy hearing the diversity of voices that everyone brings to the table. Um, Everyone teaches me something, 
and um, I'm thankful and grateful for the diversity of voices that we get to listen to and be blessed by. So everyone, thank you for weighing in. Thanks for offering your voice and your reflections. And to our podcast guests, thank you for giving your time. And watch out. You might be the next person I ask to join the podcast. So with that, talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm -hmm.